and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.catherineplano.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. What would you say if I could give you a chance to be mentored by the world's leading international thought leaders, authors, speakers and change makers? Well, from the 25th to the 31st of August, we are launching our free seven-day online summit with 21 very inspirational human beings that offer you profound teachings and recent discoveries from the world of neuroscience, cognitive psychology, spiritual psychology, evolutionary biology, genetics, medicine, and philosophy to help the audience understand how their unconscious habits and thought patterns affect their ability to build wealth, health, love, and achieve lasting transformation. To find out more, go to katherineplano.com forward slash summit. But wait, there is more. We have a super exciting announcement, our first Australian tour for Be Undeniably Awesome, which is also happening in August, where I will be sharing with you 12 powerful tools to rocket fuel your transformation. As you know, we are on a mission to empower the conscious people of this world, those who seek to learn, grow, understand, and become the very best version of themselves that they can be. Sometimes there is no next time and no second chances. Sometimes it's now or never. So what are you waiting for? Don't give it another thought. Take action today and go to katherineplano.com forward slash tour. All links will be found in the show notes for dates and location. We have another super amazing guest for you this week. We have Stephanie Berg. Stephanie was a professional ballerina for over a decade. After years of restrictive, disordered eating and utter disregard for her body, a series of injuries took her from the stage and forced her to re-evaluate every facet of her life, starting with her relationship to her body. Now a board-certified transformational coach, Stephanie helps women to shine a light on their deepest, most terrifying memories and fears, and helps them embrace the power of all that they are, mind, body, and spirit, so that they may be fully alive and free in all that they do. Stephanie's work has been featured in publications such as ABC News, Dance Magazine, Mind Body Green, Elephant Journal, Tiny Buddha and much more. 
Stephanie is also selected as one of Charleston SC's 50 Most Progressive, celebrating the most forward-thinking individuals having an impact on the future of Charleston. It's now time to tune into this one very inspirational human being. Enjoy. Well, I'm super excited as always. Uh, Today we have Stephanie Berg all the way from South Carolina. Welcome to I Am Woman Project. Thanks for having me, Catherine. I'm so happy to be here. And for our listeners, we were having a bit of a chat. I'm a bit, uh, not just a bit, I'm a lot excited about our conversation today. And I think you'll understand why this is going to be a discovery session. And so for our listeners, for those that are in transition, this is the perfect interview for you. But before we get into that, Stephanie, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration her unique story. So tell us what is your story and how did you get to where you are today? Okay, I'll try to give you the Cliff Notes version because as we were chatting beforehand, you know, there's so many complexities in our in our human existence and our stories. But basically, in a nutshell, um, I was a professional ballerina for over 10 years. I spent my whole life sort of training in that world and and striving to become a professional dancer and was very successful in that career for quite some time, um, using my body as my medium to really like connect to my soul and to create and express myself. Um, and at the same time, that was always sort of on someone else's terms. And at, after a while of being in that world, I started to kind of disconnect from the love and the joy of, of dancing that, you know, sort of pushed me into that world and sort of guided me to, to pursue dance as my profession and started to feel, you know, a, a bit of a disconnect, but also um, sort of a, a, a sense of like, there's got to be something more than this, you know, this kind of growing unrest with like, this is such a self-centered career. I really want to be doing something that is more of like an advocating or nurturing or teaching, um, you know, sort of role. I really want to feel like I'm, I'm giving, giving back or being of service in some way. I'm kind of sick of focusing on myself all the time, but I was really scared to leave that career because it was all I had known. It was my first love. It was everything. It was who I was. It was my, my identity. And, um, around the time I, I turned 29, I started to experience injuries, physical injuries. Um, and I, I actually had three of them back to back. So I basically, um, I, I, I had my first major injury and I was out of work for about a year and I, I went through the rehabilitation process. I had surgery and I, I recovered and all of that. And, and I, I got back on stage and I, you know, was, was thriving and better than ever, stronger than ever. And within about six months, I had another injury. Same thing. I sort of healed, went through the rehabilitation process and, and got back to work and then had another injury. And the, the sort of last injury was more of a permanent injury that really, it, it was a neck injury. I was basically dropped out of a lift with a partner and, um, sort of left to question, like, what am I doing? This isn't working. 
what am I going to do with my life? You know, I've, I've got to move on here. And I really have to start getting real with myself about how I've been managing my body, how I've been relating to myself and how I've been, um, you know, navigating my relationship with food, because I, I, I always thought I was being very healthy in the way that I, I approached my health and wellness. Um, I was really active, obviously, as a dancer. Um, and I and I ate healthy foods, but I had a really dysfunctional relationship with myself struggled with um, disordered eating and, and body dysmorphia. And, um, you know, really, really a lot of that, like restrictive, rigid diet mentality. And so what I've what felt like a natural progression, sort of in those years of <clears throat> transition and, and healing and, and recovering from injury and, and sort of like, what what am I doing? A natural progression seemed to be to explore nutrition and health. And I actually worked with um, an organization out of New York called Career Transition for Dancers. And their sort of their role is to help place professional dancers into the workforce after they're done in their professional careers. Because, you know, typically, I was I was like mid 30s when I when I actually retired, but I was considered an expert in my field at that point. And so I had all of these skills that were relative to the dance world, but, you know, don't necessarily like translate on a resume, you know, for a corporate job, say. So this, this organization not only helped me um, with some career counseling and kind of really exploring like what my unique, you know, passions and, and talents were and, and my skills in the dance world and how that would apply. Um, they also led me to a holistic nutrition school where I, I studied and, got a health coaching certification and, um, you know, built a very successful health coaching business, um, ran that for almost six years. So about five years and really like had a full practice of clients and clients from, you know, to, from San Francisco to Switzerland and was running retreats and online group programs and workshops and events and, and all of those sorts of things. Um, you know, but one of the things that is very similar to my transition out of the dance world is that with this health coaching practice, and I'm still very much in this transition right now. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not completely complete, but, um, in, in this sort of these last, this last year really has been the, the letting go of that business because it, it hasn't been feeling aligned with what what I really want for myself. There's been this sort of growing dissatisfaction or unrest or like, eh, this isn't really, this isn't really what is going to be sustainable for me in the long term. Um, so that's a little bit about my journey in, in, a, in a nutshell. Um, that's, oh, I love I it. I, I was going to say, you're probably a little bit like me. I'm a three-time convincer. I need to have I call them universal slaps. I need yes. three universal slaps before I go, oh, I meant to be doing something else. Yeah. And for our listeners, before we got on the show, we were just talking about um, that sometimes what we do is hang on to things when really we should be letting go of them because we see the potential in a project or a business or, you know, I was actually sharing with Stephanie the online magazine for I Am All Project. That was one of those things that we put a lot of time, energy, hours, money, um, literally was putting a hole in my pocket and uh, a return on investment was zero. But hanging on to this project because of the potential, 
Mm. and then sometimes it's it's like what how can we transfer what we have into something greater and that's how the podcast came to life of course so i mean where you're going through right now or what you are going through right now is a transition so where is it that how could you expand from where you are today is that correct yeah absolutely so what comes to mind for you oh well um you know, for one, I, I'm very present in not, not putting the pressure on myself to find the next thing. Like that's something that I, you know, I, I think with, with dancing and transitioning out of that career, I felt like I put all of this pressure on myself and on my health coaching business to sort of be that, like to fill that, that first love, you know, sort of place. And so one of the things that I've been, been looking at as far as expanding is, going back to my dance roots as a way of accessing creative creativity and really connecting to the expression that was there and bringing that more into my business. Um, and, and really looking at that as a way to incorporate more of that expression and, and support of women through their bodies in, into my work. Um, and I, I actually teach like a, a, I teach an intuitive movement course class that is, it's called embody. Um, and that's something that I, I, I was certified in about almost two years ago at this point. Um, and that's, that's sort of been a nice bridge to start of bring that into my work in an accessible way. Um, as far as expanding, I, I think, you know, it's, it's been, not necessarily clear, but I, I am very um, present to taking action, like consistently taking action, even if I don't know what it looks like, you know, mm. six months down the road. And, and I think that's really important. Taking action it creates momentum and um, motivation as well. I always call it the yellow brick road you just take one step for the the road to unfold right before your eyes and then you take the next step and you don't always have to know exactly where you're going uh, and it's only when you get there can you look back and go oh there's universal breadcrumbs you know and it could be as simple as this Stephanie that you did the dancing that there's movement involved because there's mm-hmm. this body connection with the health so it's mm-hmm. then what's that next if you go movement food health well-being what does that lean into? Um, and, and I guess that's the mystery, right? That's the mm-hmm. yellow brick road, the journey you're on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love the yellow brick road. That's like, that's so great. And it feels so, so appropriate. And the breadcrumbs, you know, they for the last year, they've felt like really like crumbs. I'm like, okay, come on, like, give me something here. You know, I've had a lot of time sitting in that, pl- the, sitting in the void, sitting in that place of uncertainty and, and something that feels um, clear in the uncertainty, clear and also still unfolding is that, you know, with dancing, that, that was really an escape for me growing up, you know, I grew up in a really like violent and dysfunctional household and dance was a way for me to have some sense of, of control over my experience and also to access my feeling state in a way that I knew was true. And it gave me a sense of expression that I wasn't really able to have at home. And so there, you know, it it was very healing. That relationship was very healing in a lot of ways until it wasn't, you know, it, it sort of progressed as I got further into that career and 
began being judged more, you know, mm-hmm. as part of the, the the job and being asked to lose weight all, all the time. You know, that was always a conversation and and sort of really finding that competitive drive. It, it almost seemed like dance became a way for me to disconnect from myself and become that like my own disciplinarian, self-disciplinarian and, and sort of driving force. Um, you know, so it, it went from being something that I, that I truly loved and that was a vehicle for expression and healing to something that actually started to feel a bit like a prison. And so I, I'm very present to the fact that I needed to take time away in order to start to heal my relationship with myself and my body. And, and I really did that through healing emotional eating and, you know, and really working on my relationship to food. And what I started to notice um, with all of all of that work that I did personally, but also the work that I was helping women with is that there's so much more, you know, it's like you can you can get a handle on these habits with eating, you know, and movement and having these like lifestyle pieces that are supportive, but there's so much more, you know, it goes so much deeper in terms of having a loving relationship with ourselves and, and being fully expressed and being that like greatest, most expansive version of ourselves. And, and I have found within my own journey. And I really, I really believe that, you know, we, we can teach what is alive in us. And I've found a return to dance through my healing process, you know, taking the time away, taking that space to really heal and, and understand and sort of strip away the layers of what wasn't really working anymore. Um, you know, to come back to my body and my expression through dance and movement. And I'm finding that, you know, that is something that, is feeling is feeling clear that that helping women to reconnect to their to their passion to their pleasure to their vitality and that that real sense of of creativity and aliveness um, through their body through movement through expression through creativity like that feels like it's it's very important um, with within my work and also doing more experiential types of of things, you know, like Mm -hmm. getting women together and experiencing life in a way that really elevates the ecology of, you know, just, it's like, it's like, I I consider it next level living, you know, Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people get stuck in this place where, okay, everything's all right. It's like, I, I'm, you know, successful here, or my relationships, you know, pretty great, or, you know, a lot of things in my life are feeling great. But what is that next level where we feel unlimited, we feel free, we feel alive. Um, And I find that a lot of that comes through embodiment, through our senses, through really experiencing life fully through the body and, and really celebrating that. Mm. And is that what you're talking about right now? Is that the body love breakthrough that you do? Yes. Yeah. Mm. And would you like to maybe unpack that a little bit? Because I know that we were actually just having a conversation just before this interview, actually, with another guest. Uh, movement is a way of releasing blocked energy or emotions in our body. And so when you're talking about movement, I mean, that's a really big piece. I mean, and you hear it from other experts as well, from, you know, a health and wellbeing point of view, that exercise, a daily exercise or daily movement, and it doesn't have to be big, but movement helps. And if it's done intentionally, it helps move that energy and move that block. So did you want to maybe go through a little bit of what Body Love Breakthrough is? 
Yeah, sure. And so, you know, one of the things that is that is evolving with the Body Love Breakthrough session, too, is not just the the talking, you know, so for a long time, that was sort of the way that it, it was the introductory session that I would do with women to sort of see where they were and, and wh- where they were challenged, um, you know, and, and, and what they were struggling with and where they wanted to go. But, you know, as, as you just shared, often our words, you know, are only so much. They don't always allow us to feel, to fully feel and to move the energy that is stuck in our bodies. You know, even um, anxiety, which is something I think so many people are experiencing nowadays. I mean, if you if you look on, you know, sites like Mind Body Green or, you know, any of those like wellness um, publications, you know, anxiety and how to relieve anxiety is like one of the top issues that people are are experiencing and anxiety is is just trapped emotion you know and it gets stuck in our systems and we can't un, we can't sort of think our way out of that we have to get in touch with our breath with our bodies with moving and so the body love breakthrough session is actually incorporating movement it's actually like connecting to the body through the senses through movement, through dance, um, in a way that allows us to really feel feel those emotions fully in a way that doesn't feel um, maybe scary or uh, unsafe or um, you know something that we want to resist, but it actually allows us to to organically allow the emotions to come up and out. So um, you know, and and we're sort of talking about you know, emotions are kind of like an, an intangible thing in some ways. It's not like I can't guarantee you that you're going to make six figures by X amount of date, you know, like like X amount of time or, or whatnot. It's not like a three-step process. It's more about helping you get in, in touch with yourself, your intuition, your inner wisdom, so that you know what you feel like when you're, when you're, in your wholeness and when you're out of it and knowing how to shift yourself from one place to to that back to that center. Mm, oh, Stephanie, I think you've you've just hit a bit of a pain point for most of us when it comes to anxiety and including myself. So absolutely I think and working with it and I think that we've had quite a few different guests on the show talk about anxiety and I'm one of those that I dance with anxiety on a definitely weekly basis. And it's one of those things that it's uh, it's a continuous and ongoing um, job. <laughs> it's probably, if, I, if I'm going to stand in my truth and be really honest, it's not one of those things that um, get, goes away. So the way that I look at it, in it's just more embracing it because uh, mm-hmm. I find that you know, if for, even for people that I've spoken to about anxiety, um, it's really about dancing with it. Because the more that you try to uh, distance yourself from the anxiety because it's not a nice feeling um the 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 greater it becomes but the more you start integrating it i think this is where you start listening to your body and like you're saying you can connect to those emotions that are trapped in your body and release them but i think you need someone like yourself to actually take someone through a bit of a breakthrough session Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely 
Absolutely. And, you know, and, and energy, you know, emotion, those like tr- that stuck emotion in the body, you know, we, we are energy, everything around us is energy. And we don't always realize how that energy can be blocked, or that it's even necessarily an operation, you know, and sometimes just having practices to clear, clear our energy, it could even be, you know, through breath work. So taking deep, full breaths for a, a, a you know, period of time. Um, there's so there's so many tools that come into that sort of somatic, um, sort of therapeutic realm, which is somatic meaning, you know, of the body. And um, there's even research now that's that's being um, released that's talking about you know, how, how cognitive behavioral therapy, which is the, the, you know, classic like therapy model, how it, it often will, you know, fall short when it comes to healing trauma, you know, to really getting in touch with those feelings, because feelings, you know, we feel our feelings through our body, those emotions, we feel, how do you know you're sad, or that you're, you know, upset, you you cry, or you, you feel it in your being. And so sometimes, you know, there, there are thinkers, and there are feelers, I think I'm a little bit of both a thinker and a feeler, maybe more so a feeler. But you know, sometimes we can't think our way out of of a certain emotion, we have to really allow ourselves to feel it. And human beings will resist those uncomfortable things, you know, especially those uncomfortable feelings. And so having an opportunity to understand that those feelings aren't, you know, really all that scary and something to be to 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 be felt, but also to um, un- understand our intuition better. I, I like to say that our emotions are are kind of the pathway, they're, they're the yellow brick road to our intuition, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they help us to access our inner wisdom in such a way that um, we can, we can understand our own truth a bit more, because the body can't lie, our minds can make up stories and, you know, tell us lies and see things that aren't necessarily there. But the body can't lie. And if you've ever had one of those experiences where someone says something that you understand to be true or resonant, or you hear a really beautiful piece of music, or you watch a movie that is just stunningly gorgeous, and you get goosebumps, or you get chills, you know, in your body, that is, you know, that's one of those, those sort of signposts that your body is speaking to you, giving you information all the time. And it's easy to discount that because the language of the body can be much more subtle. You know, Mm. it's, it's quieter. And so, you know, when I was doing health coaching, I would often sort of help people understand how they felt after eating certain foods, because, you know, some people don't realize how how badly they're feeling on a day to day basis, because they just sort of do the same things they are on autopilot. But once they would start to really tune into those responses, and, and begin to understand the language of the body, then then we're we're kind of accessing a deeper well of of wisdom, you know, because the mind is amazing, and so brilliant. And, um, something that's been highly prized for, you know, so long, so, so long, like the wisdom of the body has been discounted in, in, you know, our culture, um, for, for quite some time, but we're we're beginning to realize how much wisdom is there, you know, how much the body's knowing affects our mental well-being, um, you know, our, our sort of, our sort of day-to-day existence, um, Mm. yeah. It's pretty powerful. 
Oh. oh, absolutely. You're talking about using our body as a barometer. And I, I love the way that you say after you eat something, how do you feel about it? Because I don't think that I stop for two seconds to think about, oh, how am I feeling about this food? I think I just mm-hmm. scoff it down and get on to my next next task. So I love that. Um, that. And I also think too with anxiety, it's when I say dance with anxiety, I mean, it's, you know, for my experience, it was either wrestling with it versus dancing mm-hmm. with it. And dancing with it is so much mm-hmm. more easier to move mm-hmm. forward than rather than get stuck into it. Mm-hmm. So, Stephanie, the other thing I'd love to ask you is what kind of advice would you give someone that they, because you're currently going through it, uh, someone that would like to embark on a new life or a new journey? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel in some ways like an authority on this because I, I feel like I've reinvented myself many times, um, you know, and, and one thing I just want to be real about it, it's, it's not going to be easy all of the time and maybe not, you know, especially during those initial phases of transit transition, it may feel, excuse my language, fucking hard, Mm. you know, it may feel really, really hard. But I I actually was just listening to another podcast, I I think it was um, Oprah's actually, and she was talking with someone about resistance. And it's like resistance is, um, it is, to be expected. And often resistance is, is the number one thing that we have to work through when it comes to getting what we want. So know that, you know, the transition, you know, embarking on a new way of living a new career, like, it's not going to be easy, you're going to be forced to face your fears, you may question like, what the heck you're doing, why you ever decided to to do this, can't you just go back to the old way, you know, you're going to question your decision potentially at times. Um, but just the big, big thing that I would say is just really trust that you have the resources and the wisdom to figure out whatever challenges you may face. And if you don't have the resources, just know that if it really matters enough to you, you will figure it out. You Mm -hmm. absolutely will. So I love your authenticity and your standing in your truth. And I think it's so true. It's not always easy. And I love the whole resistance piece. I think that what I've learned over time is the very thing that I resist or the very thing that I'm avoiding is the very thing I need to do. The thing that scares me the most, if we're talking about expansion, that is meant to be scary. That is meant to be hard. And that's why we avoid it. And that's why we we allow fear to come in. And be that block for us. You know, for me, I always say, well, that's a great, when there's resistance, that's great. Let's lean into it. And what is Mm -hmm. that resistance? Let's unpack that because it could be as simple as fear of showing up, Mm -hmm. fear of success. It could be any of those. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, I'm going to ask you this. So if you have resistance and fear, because you're currently going through it, and I know there's lots of people out there doing it, what, what is your uh-huh. current resistance or fear that you're up against right now? Ooh, okay, so you're talking about the, the thing that you're resisting the most and that's yeah. what you need. Yeah. I'll, I'll actually just share something that happened to me today, um, if, that's, if that's okay. Absolutely. So it's, it's, 
really interesting to me that dance has been, you know, it's my, it's been my life. And at the same time, it's the number one thing that I've resisted in this transition in even like in the health coaching to, to be seen dancing, you know, for fear of judgment of like my old colleagues or other professional dancers. And, you know, so today, part of what I've, I've really been wanting to embrace is, is a different sort of expression or showing up in my marketing. And I was like, I'm just going to dance. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to think about the perfect social media post and post that I'm, I'm going to dance. I'm going to film it. I'm going to share it because that feels true to me. And I don't know exactly where this is leading, but it feels that feels true. And so I was going for a walk on the beach. I'm very fortunate here in Charleston to, you know, live near the beach. And I was walking on the beach and I just, danced. I just danced and I filmed it. And then I, when it got to me actually having to, to share it to that point, (laughs) which I'm like, Oh, this is so stupid. Why am I doing this? Do I, am I like needing some type of attention by doing this? Like, what am I doing? I'm crazy. Like, why do I want to do all of those voices, you know, the inadequacy narrative coming in all of the things that, you know, just, it felt like fear, fear of being seen doing something different, which isn't that different, but you know, it's different than me being prim and proper, the nutrition coach, you know, that I've been for five years and I don't necessarily have like a perfectly, you know, sketched niche at this point, but being able to just share that, which felt authentic and true to me in the moment, felt really scary, but I did it. And <gasps> High five to you, girlfriend. I've got goosebumps. I think that's absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank It was like, it's, it's crazy. It's like, it's just a, it's a social media post, right? It's just a post. But there is that, I, I, I don't know, I know that I'm not alone in this. Um, and and I, I, you know, think some people experience this to, to varying degrees. But, you know, sometimes posting those real moments of ourselves, like being seen for our uniqueness, for our talents, you know, especially as women, I think it can be really hard to be seen in our quote unquote power or really like shining fully. And I have had this awareness recently that dance is my unique gift in this lifetime. It is, it's not unique just to me, but, but you know, there are many people that are amazing dancers, but to me, that, that is my, that is my gift that I get to play with and that I get to share in this lifetime. And why, why am I not sharing it? Even if I'm, you know, almost 40 and not perfect, you know, perfectly in shape the way I once was like, why wouldn't I share that for me, you know, for, mm. for first and foremost, because it's, it's my joy, you know? And, and so even if our listeners are, aren't, you know, professional dancers, there's something that makes us unique and something that gives us that sense of joy and, and creativity and, and expression and passion, something that, that fuels our life with passion. And even if we've disconnected from it over the years because of, you know, varying reasons, maybe it's, you know, thinking we should be doing something else or, you know, we don't have time, you know, those are those, those are the things, those, those creative outlets I really believe are the things that um, elevate our our sense of self in such a way that it, it translates into every other area of our life. And so 
I, you know, maybe two years ago, I wouldn't have shared that I would have, I would have gotten so in my own way and so in my head and so in fear that I just like kept it on my phone and didn't, (laughs) didn't share it, you know? Um, but I, I'm kind of like at this point sort of over the fear, like not, Mm -hmm. not over in terms of it's not there anymore, but like, okay, I'm, I'm really like sick of you fear. You can take a step aside because you're not gonna, (laughs) you're not gonna keep me back anymore. Well, I say that in this moment, but you know, I'm not going to let you win. How about that? Yeah, no, I love it. And I think you might inspire, you were saying there's an organization that uh, help dancers transition into a new career. I mean, you might tap into that market just from, um, you know, you being authentic and standing in your truth and standing in your light. That's what you're doing. Mm. Mm. Thank you. I love that. So you've been a very successful entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and we do have a lot of entrepreneurs listening to this show. What do you think is a reason that most entrepreneurs fail to succeed in business? Because you've had a successful uh, career, successful business. What do you think mm-hmm. would be a reason or a number one reason in your in your eyes? Mm. Well, this is such a good question. You ha- ask such beautiful questions, by the way. Oh, <laughs> They're so you. great. Um, you know, I I think that most one the number one reason that most individuals fail to succeed in in a lot of things is because they don't account for the wisdom of of their bodies and their souls their higher selves um they don't allow that to take equal footing to the wisdom of their minds so in other words it's like only pursuing the pathway of the mind has a potential to burn us out if we don't account for our physical and our spiritual well-being, you know, and those, those forms of intelligence, so mainly physical and spiritual, those forms of intelligence, like I, I said earlier, may be more subtle or quieter, but many times they're more accurate in their truth, you know, as far as what is true for us, you know, feeling those things and, and witnessing those things, the gut instinct, you know, and like I mentioned earlier, I I really think that the mind can often fail to see the whole picture, whereas the body and the soul, like they, they can't lie to us. So, you know, one of the things that I, I do with my clients is to help them to really understand the wisdom of their bodies, you know, through movement, through energy, through emotion, even for women through their menstrual cycles, their feeling state, you know, just to, to understand those parts about themselves and to use that, that intelligence, the body and the soul as a way to leverage our physical being, you know, and our, our intuition as, as vehicles towards greater success, you know, and it's kind of back to the idea of like self-care 101, which is, you know, we're hearing that everywhere, but it, there's, there's really something to be said about that, you know, it's our foundation. Like if we're not sleeping very, if we're sleeping like six hours a night and that's it, we're not going to be fully resourced to have that, you know, the creative thinking and problem solving thinking that we need to have in order to, um, you know, really like crush it in our, in our business. Or we're not going to have, you know, if we're not eating well throughout the day, if we're skipping lunch or not giving ourselves bathroom breaks or drinking enough water, 
you know, those things really affect our ability to, you know, have energy throughout the day. And so there's the foundational pieces of of self-care, which I think are so important, but also like understanding how our bodies work and how they're guiding us and giving us information, um, you know, so that when we understand these pieces about ourselves, that we can really use them to increase our success and, and also to experience more joy and pleasure and, and less stress and anxiety in the meantime, because we're, we're, we're looking at our lives, not just our businesses, but our lives, you know, from that holistic lens and really taking into account mind, body and spirit, like bringing all of those things together into balance into, you know, a state of, of thriving so that we can do more. And, you know, something that I, I, I recently, um, sat in, in a circle with, um, a, it was a very diverse group of people, men and women. Um, I was maybe the youngest there. Some, some of the folks there were in their seventies. And, um, one of the questions that was posed to this group was, you know, do you feel guilty taking time for yourself? And many of the, the older women were saying, you know, yeah, I feel really guilty taking time for myself. And, and I think that that, you know, many of us maybe feel that or have felt that in the past. And that sort of sense of when I, when I achieve this goal or when I achieve this level of success, then I'm going to rest, then I'm going to take care of myself, then I'll have fun, then I'll have, you know, the opportunity to travel or, you know, take the art class or do those things that I really want to do. It's that like someday story when someday when I when I achieve X, then I'll do Y or I'll have Y. And that actually is so detrimental. And that comes from, you know, that thinking mind, that rational mind, um, that doesn't necessarily, it, it's planning, it's strategizing, it's looking ahead. It doesn't take into account that we're actually going to have more vitality, more energy when we care for our physical being, when we, when we give ourselves, you know, that rest, that attention, that care, um, you know, that we need. And I'm also a really big, um, you know, proponent of fun and play and pleasure as ways to increase our creativity. Like, I think that that is, is so important. So that was a really long answer to your question. Oh, no, it's so true. You know, I'm hearing you loud and clear, darling. It's, it's, uh, you're saying nurture your temple and fill your way through your business and life. And it's, it's so true. Like everything you said, I could resonate with everything you said, but you've answered it in a beautiful way. And, and more, I think uh, a lot of information, more impactful, um, so the next question that we love to ask our woman of inspiration is to pick one word that best describes her personal brand. What would be that one word for you? Oh, so one word I would say today, movement. Mm, it is. I definitely think wherever you're, I mean, you're moving in the right direction because there's movement involved, you're tapping into your dance. It's like, and that's what I was talking about, universal breadcrumbs. It's it's everything has a place where you will find yourself. You'll be able to incorporate and infuse dance with health and well-being in some way, <laughs> shape, or form. So love that. And the other thing, as we wrap up the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to leave three shiny golden nuggets for our <laughs> listeners. So, Stephanie, what would be those three shiny golden nuggets that you would like to leave for our listeners today? Oh, beautiful. Um, so the first one would be don't discount your body as your greatest ally to success, number one. 
Number two, I think I sort of touched on this earlier, that your feelings are really your pathway to intuition. And your intuition is that pathway to your soul. And your soul, I'm saying this for myself too, your soul always knows where you're headed, even when you don't. So really, really follow those feelings. And then the third one, and this one may be the most important one, in my opinion, is to surround yourself with with like-minded and truly supportive community because it is everything. Mm. It is so. I love that. And I actually, I resonate with the, the number two one that you were talking about. Your soul always knows where you're heading. And I think sometimes we get in the way of that. And I think it's really important you're saying to basically ask your soul to use your body as your vehicle. And all we need to do is, you know, um, tap into it uh, intuitively to then identify where we need to go. It speaks to you loud and clear. We're just going to be open and aware to the signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. You said that so beautifully. So, Stephanie, where is the best place uh, that our listeners could find you? I would say follow me on Instagram. I'm Stephanie Berg. Stephanie M. Berg is my Instagram handle. Um, I'm also on Facebook too. And then I, my website, which is it's undergoing a bit of change at this point. So, you know, definitely check check it out. You can um, sign up for my email newsletter and that's stephaniebergcoaching.com. Just know that there's still a lot of like health and nutrition stuff there too, which is, is great info if you, you know, if you want to look at that, but it's, it will be shifting over the next few months. So Stephanie, I'm sure our listeners think, are thinking the same. Please, 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 please keep us posted. Uh, we'd love to hear where you're going to land. You're basically jumping to the void um, and yes. you're going on a bit of a, a journey. So we really are curious as to where you land so keep us posted and I can't thank you enough for coming on the show sharing your wisdom being authentic standing in your truth um, you're amazing and thank you for your time and your energy oh thank you so much for having me it's been such a pleasure I thank you That brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you enjoyed the show as it is my mission to reach out and inspire as many individuals like you. And one of the best ways to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes. It's easy and it only takes about 10 seconds. And when you do, please be sure to let us know by sending us an email to collect your special gift where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Catherine Plano. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next week, please take care of yourself.